0: Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
1: Welcome in. This is the FBC Chiefs podcast. I'm Brayden Holacek, the managing editor and writer for Full Press Coverage Chiefs of FullPressCoverage.com. So we are now two days away from the divisional round game between the Houston Texans and the Kansas City Chiefs. And, uh, you know, we talked about last episode, I rewatched the game from October when these two teams met at Arrowhead, the Texans won 31 to uh, 24 in a wild game. Um, this, I don't know how much you can can take away really from that game going into this one. Um, I think it's just going to be really interesting to see how these two quarterbacks fare going head to head for the second time overall, Patrick Mahomes and Deshaun Watson. Watson, we saw some brilliance last week. Um, but there was also some, you know, um, frustrating things for him in Houston early on. And then for Kansas City and Patrick Mahomes, I think as a whole, just because he doesn't have to be Superman like he did in 2018, uh, Patrick Mahomes is really being slept on by some people a little bit right now. So it's really going to be fun to see how these two quarterbacks, uh, fare going head to head against each other on Sunday for the second time ever, um, Yeah, so today we're just going to kind of dive into more of a bigger preview of the game today. Uh, During this week, I kind of talked about um, strategies in my articles, both with the Kansas City offense versus the Houston D and the Houston O versus the Kansas City D. Um, Before we kind of go into that more, I think you look, both teams' offenses are going to be, I think, the focal point of the game. Um, You got Houston's offense going up against Kansas City D, I think that's more of a strength versus strength matchup um, where it's really going to, you know, matter every drive, every play, how, uh, you know, these units perform. Um, We've seen Kansas City's defense, you know, only allow 11.6 points per game during their six-game win streak. Uh, Houston can start slow, but they can come out of nowhere as well. And we'll kind of talk more a little bit about that in a minute. But, with the Kansas City offense versus the Houston D, I think Kansas City has to feel, you know, pretty confident about their unit going up against the Houston defense. Houston, I mean, they do have J.J. Watt back now. Um, he was very impactful in the wild card game. Um, but even though they can be, you know, pretty decent up front, I think the secondary is where the Chiefs should really feel confident because this is a, you know, defensive backcourt that is, you know, kind of pieced together, you know, throughout this season. I mean, you've got a lot of veterans on that group, but some guys that have never really been consistently, um, you know, um, at the top near, you know, when they were, uh, with other teams, like Vernon Hargraves with Tampa Bay, for example, or Gary and Conley, you know, he struggled with the Raiders, uh, with tackling or, you know, being able to keep up with faster receivers and coverage. So, um, you know, plus you got some guys that have been limited in practice uh, the last couple of days for Houston in the back end. That It's really going to be interesting to see what their status is going into Sunday. Former Charger safety, Jaleel Adai. Um, I think he was limited the last few days for Houston. And then you also have uh, Jacob Martin. So um, there's some questions still to be answered injury-wise going into Sunday. We did see the Chiefs at the beginning of the week um, they were fully healthy. Um, the only player that really has consistently not practiced this week was cornerback Moe Claiborne. Um, his has been, as far as we know, more non-injury related for personal reasons. Um, that was kind of a reason he missed practice about a, a couple or a few weeks ago. So we hope everything's all right there with Mo Claiborne. But um, it looks like really it's only been personal reasons for him. Travis Kelsey has been limited the last two days. And uh Chris Jones was limited yesterday on Thursday. Um, I think some people are freaking out a little bit too much about that. I think as long as they're practicing, that's a good sign because you know you're you're um you're about five months into the season now. You're gonna have some guys that you know you wanna save up for down the line if you are able to reach you know conference championship game or the Super Bowl so you know Kelsey and Jones as long as they're practicing a little bit I think it's more important than them not practicing at all you know on a Thursday in the early part of January or Wednesday in the early part of January Um, so I think we should expect to see Jones and, and Kelsey still play on Sunday Um, We'll see if something changes in the injury report after this comes out on Friday. Um, But, yeah, kind of moving back to the matchups. I mean, I think the Kansas City offense, there's going to be some guys in this offense that maybe, you know, they haven't had their best seasons overall. But I think they actually match up pretty well to um, being able to defeat and beat the Texans in this matchup. For one guy that I really look towards is Sammy Watkins, right? He's been banged up again this season. Um, he had a pretty good start to the year, three touchdown game in Jacksonville, week one. But, you know, he's just had a, a very limited amount of targets and catches when he has been active. But I think his um, brilliance in the short to intermediate route game will actually be very beneficial for Patrick Mahomes in this one. Um, Houston has, you know, some underrated speed, I think, on defense. But being able to hit those quick passes to Watkins, I think, could uh, really be effective on Sunday. Um, We saw last year in the playoffs, too, Watkins was a little banged up, you know, during the second half of the year. And in the playoffs during uh, the divisional round game against the Colts, he was really effective in the slant game uh, for Patrick Mahomes. So I think this is another game here where Watkins could kind of come back out of nowhere and be about as uh, functional or effective as he can at this point. I think you also look at Travis Kelsey and those little wiggles he has to fall into the soft spot in zone coverage. I think that's going to go a long way. Kelsey, you know, had a pretty you know consistently good uh, stretch during the winning streak. Had some drops though, week 17 against the Chargers. So you know, if he can just you know put away um, those drops and and you know you know put away those frustrations. He should be able, I think, to have a favorable matchup on Sunday. Um, It's going to be really interesting, though, to see McCole Hardman. I'm really interested to see how much the Chiefs used him. His uh, usage went up a little bit more in Week 16 and 17. We saw him have um, the catch um, on kind of a post-slash-drag route. Uh, deep drag across the field against the Chargers, that really got the Chiefs' offense energized on a a day where they started a little bit slow. Uh, There was some miscommunication. The Chargers um, had a good game plan. They were kind of frustrating the Chiefs. So, um, you know, the last two weeks of the regular season, the fact that he got a bigger role, um, I'm really excited to see how the Chiefs kind of use him here just because, you know, he scored a lot of touchdowns this season. Um, but he's never just had that sustained success. So if he can get, you know, some early touches um, in the first quarter, I think that is going to be huge for this offense, you know, because they're going to be able to make Houston have to worry about as many guys as possible with this uh, speed demon of a team and, and um, you know, really, really make Houston maybe worn down pretty early. Um, and we talked last episode, you know, the Chiefs started out, with a good start last time they played Houston was up seventeen to three. I think it's really going to be interesting to see how they play. Uh, you know, maybe keep away or, or ball control offensively. Um, they've they've been able to you know um, hold. Uh, Teams kind of in check and and force them to have to make as many stops on early downs as possible just because they've found a little bit of a spark lately in the running game. And I think the Chiefs really feel confident right now in Damian Williams. You know, it's taken a while this year for him to reach the point where the team maybe thought he would be at the outset of the season. Um, But I also think, you know, you got Darwin Thompson. And if it was true that the Chiefs were arresting LaShawn McCoy um, for the playoffs and they want to use him, Um, You know, we saw him be, you know, kind of uh, impressive throughout times this season, but the fumbles, right, that's the biggest thing with LaShawn McCoy. If they're able to, you know, get McCoy the ball on, you know, outside zone concepts consistently and make him run to the outside, I think that is going to, you know, decrease maybe the likelihood of him Uh, Losing a fumble, you know, rather than to have him running in between the tackles with big bodies that maybe going for the ball. And, you know, Angelo Blackson, D.J. Reeder, J.J. Watt, uh, Bernardrick McKinney, uh, Brennan Scarlett, all those guys in the middle. I think if you use McCoy, um, it could be on more outside zone concepts more than anything. Um, So, yeah, I really think Kansas City has to feel really confident. For their offense going up against the Houston D in this one. Houston's uh, pass defense kind of moving back to Patrick Mahomes a little bit. Houston is 26th, uh, I believe, in DVOA for pass defense. So um, I, I really think they're going to, you know, really uh, utilize the play action game. Mahomes has used a lot of play action, obviously, throughout his career. Um, so you know, I, I think it's going to be really interesting to see. What kind of uh, what kind of shots Mahomes and the Chiefs try to dial up early? Do they kind of wait to take those deeper shots, or are they going to you know try to um, you know go out of the gates with with a um, <clears throat> the intent to put Houston away early? Because I think you know if you're able to frustrate Houston, they're a team that I think is capable of shutting down quickly. We know you know last week they came back down from 16 to nothing, but in large part, I think Buffalo got very conservative and, um, you know, just wasn't making as many plays defensively. Um, we've seen this Houston team this season, you know, if they get out of it quickly, they can be, you know, very frustrated and start getting fixated. We saw that uh, when they lost at home against uh, Drew Locke and the Denver Broncos. We saw them lose big uh, at the Ravens to Baltimore when they gave up a couple few early touchdowns there. Um so it's really interesting kind of looking at Houston uh the team they're kind of built. I mean they're they're still a dangerous team. They got, you know, some very very dangerous guys to go up against on their offense. Um obviously Sean Watson and the magic key brains. But you also got DeAndre Hopkins, Will Fuller if he returns to the lineup this week is really going to be the key guys to shut down. And just because of the um you know run pass option concept, you know, it's going to be interesting to see uh, how Houston tries to use Carlos Hyde and Duke Johnson. They both had somewhat, um, you know, decent weeks last week, more so I think Johnson than Hyde. But Hyde was the guy that really gave the Chiefs fits in the earlier matchup of uh, the season. And, um, you know, I think when you look at it for Houston offensively too, um, it, it's really interesting. I think as long as the game is closed in the fourth quarter, uh, if they can keep it close up until the fourth quarter, that that's going to make Watson even more dangerous. Um, I think he loves playing from behind. He doesn't get rattled much. So I think Kansas City's defense early in this game, I think they're going to try to bring pressure pretty often. But um, I think you're, they're also going to be trying to worry um, – about limiting the explosive plays more than anything. Because Houston, I mean, if you're able to hold them to long down and distance situations, that's when Houston is uh, the least deadly. You know, Kansas City, they're not as, um, you know, affected with having long down and distance situations. So if you can hold Houston to third and long, second and long, that's going to be the biggest thing because as long as they have short uh, down and distance situations, they're more deadly because you don't really know what play call they're going to have. Um, I think if you have those longer down and distance situations, you also take away Deshaun Watson's legs a little bit. Um he he was effective against Buffalo with his legs running when he had the chance, and I think he did a good job of just using his instincts last week and knowing when to take off uh, right before, you know, the blitzers were crashing in on him or, you know, when um everyone was covered and it was just time, you know, to, to roll out to the right. So I think there's gonna be a lot of things in this game. That really depend on the first quarter for both um both teams units offensively and defensively, it's gonna be a really interesting uh, matchup. I think you'd kind of look um you know more specifically at Houston as a whole, right? You know they're coming off this win um a very impressive comeback win last week, and it kind of reminds me last year when the chiefs um hosted the Colts in the divisional round um you know the chiefs. Had a team coming in that you know just had this big win, and you know Indianapolis, rightfully so, was kind of um, you know a bright spot in everybody's eye. Andrew Luck had thrown forty touchdowns. Um, you know their defense was playing really well. They had the very nasty offensive line up front, led by rookie uh, Quentin Nelson. I don't think Houston's you know maybe thought of as highly going into this one but it's just really interesting to see what some people think of Houston. Um, I think it all, you know, hinges on, you know, Deshaun Watson. That's the biggest thing. I think as long as Watson is unable to really get going and, um, you know, be as dangerous as we know he can be, then I think, you know, Kansas City is going to be a lot uh, more comfortable and, and riding this one into the fourth quarter. But, you know, it's it's also going to be really interesting too because Vegas has Kansas City is a heavy favorite. I think they're a nine point favorite right now. And um, you know it's interesting. I, I think I saw uh, something the other day that you know Vegas when they've had um, somebody as a touchdown favorite or higher in the divisional round, uh, the favorite I think is 17 and three in the last 20 games. So I mean even though Houston I think has um, you know, gotten some people's attention uh, uh, because of last week's game against Buffalo. Um, I think a lot of people um, know that Kansas City, right, they're really playing their best uh, football right now. Uh, they're they're mostly pretty healthy, the most healthy they've probably been all season, despite uh, Juan Thornhill's torn ACL that he suffered in Week 17. So I think Vegas is, you know, um, thinking what a lot of Chiefs fans are thinking. I think a lot of people are very confident um, around Kansas City and the Chiefs this week, uh, despite you know some things we've seen in the past during the playoffs with the Chiefs, um, I think they just really, really feel confident that this is you know obviously one of the better teams the Chiefs have assembled in the playoffs um, in their history. And and you have the coach and and uh, quarterback combination of Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes. That's what um, goes so so uh, deep into the playoffs for some teams is the head coach and quarterback combination. Um, You also have, you know, the Chiefs defense playing at the level they're playing right now, and the the offense is capable of of going off at any time. So I think that's uh, a lot of reasons there to feel very confident in the Chiefs, and, and if Vegas is really believing that they should be nine-point favorites, um, I wonder if we'll see kind of a similar game to the divisional round last year that we saw against the Colts. You know, the Colts offense I don't think had any third-down conversions um, in the game. I think they're, if I remember right, they're only, you know, conversions was on fourth down. Um, you know, they went no huddle right before halftime last year, the Colts did and ended up, um, Adam Benetary doinked one off the upright. So, you know, other than a couple few drives for the Colts offense, it was a very miserable day for them. Um, so it is going to be really interesting on Sunday to see, um, how the teams kind of approaches. I also think a lot of people, May be correct too that Houston was probably the um, you know the worst AFC team on Wild Card Weekend. They're I think a team that you know um, you know they're they're capable of, of surprising you at times, but I really uh, think you know they're they're still a team that's kind of just the same old um, you know they they get you so far, but they can't take you all the way. So. Um, it's really going to be interesting to see how Houston approaches this game because just like the Chiefs are a very confident team. I think both teams uh, kind of have that mentality that nothing's impossible. But um, with Houston, um, again, I think it's going to be really interesting to see, right, that first quarter and the first half as a whole. If they can keep it close enough, they'll be very, very confident. But if not, I think they're going to be out of it early and – um Again, it's going to be really interesting to see. So kind of, you know, moving on to some other stuff here, just some uh, numbers. I always like to throw uh, statistical notes into my uh, game preview articles, which there should be a game preview article uh, that comes out later today on the day that this will come out on Friday. So um, one thing that's really interesting to me, Andy Reid off of a bye, right? It didn't look like the Chiefs were going to have a chance to get a bye, but then Fitzpatrick and the Dolphins helped them out. Um, you know, so it's almost like, you know, they backed into a bye. And, you know, I think they would have felt confident going on the road but you didn't have the stress of playing wild card weekend. And it's almost, you know, an even uh, much more calm feeling getting that bye. And, you know, coming off the bye in the regular season in his career as head coach, Andy Reid is 17-3, 17 and 3 And in the playoffs, he's five and zero. So you're talking twenty two and three, Mark, and and going up against a coach in Bill O'Brien, who you know I don't think makes the best decisions at times. We saw last week in the wild card game, um, he challenged an early play where he thought Buffalo should have been called for pass interference. The play stood, so you know you lose a timeout very early in the game, and you know thus he didn't really have the chance. Ah, uh, the challenge to play later on that probably had more uh, a better chance of uh, you know getting reversed to his favor. So you know I think just the decision Bill O'Brien can make, and you know just just the fact that I think he can he can even as a coach get thrown off a little bit mentally. We've seen it in the past. He kind of has you know once in a while these outbursts. Um, so it's it's going to be really interesting to see right Andy Reid go up against Bill O'Brien and And just given the fact that both these teams are so much more different now than when they faced off in October, I mean it it really is going to um, to be interesting to see right, how both coaches kind of prepare and attack uh, the other team in this one. but twenty two and three off of buying his career as head coach, it's really interesting, especially because um, I think you look at it in the playoffs with Philadelphia. Um, you know, they always had pretty pretty dynamic rosters, kind of like Kansas City has this year, right? They were, just were never able to win the big ones. So I think now uh, you, you kind of look how things sit in the AFC and, and where Kansas City feels like they should be as a whole. Um, I, I really think we're going to see a lot of Andy Reid's brilliance this weekend. You know, I had an article come out earlier this week that uh, kind of mentioned how he should swing for the fences, you know, and um, you know, during this win streak, I think he's done a good job of not being conservative. We saw some of that earlier in the year and really the last loss they had against Tennessee was because, um, of the conservative play calling, you know, late in the fourth quarter. Um, you know, you look at what he's done differently during this win streak. I think he's really taken advantage of, um, you know, everyone's abilities on the offense. And I think, you know, really kind of, uh, drawn up some plays, that you just don't see other teams attempt um, with the formations that the chiefs do and um, you know, their, their ability to execute it. Um, So, yeah, I I think it's going to be really interesting to see how Andy Reed kind of goes about things. Like I said earlier with the offense, do they try to take the shots earlier in the game or wait? You know, I think they're capable right now of living off these, you know, short dump offs or, you know, handoffs inside because, um, They've, they've shown they can beat the Chargers or the Bears that way just as well as the explosive play. So, um, I'm Andy Reid's one guy that I'm, I'm just as excited to see how he does uh, compared to even some players on Sunday. So, uh, kind of moving on to some other numbers here. Uh, you know, Deshaun Watson last week, that was already, I believe, his ninth game where he's, he's had a fourth quarter uh uh, game winning drive or overtime game winning drive. So, you know, you talk about that in just his, um, first, you know, couple and a half few years as a starter. Again, I, I, I just, if Watson doesn't make any mistakes, if this game is still close near the fourth quarter, um, I think Kansas City's going to be really worried, but, um, if not, you know, I, I, I just, I just don't know how Watson's going to, uh, going to do against pressure in this game compared to the Bills. The Bills had, I think, seven sacks, right? And Watson was still able to make some guys miss and uh, break some some tackles. So, um, again, the biggest thing with Watson, right, you got to limit the big yardage plays with this big arm to home run hitters like Will Fuller if he plays and DeAndre Hopkins, and you got to limit how much he's able to use his legs. Um, it's really interesting how, how often – um when Watson takes a sack it's because he holds on to the ball too long um you know that happened probably half of the sacks that Buffalo got last week um so it's really going to be interesting because of Steve Spagnuolo's defense um you know he he brings blitzes from anywhere on the field you often have two guys coming from the same side of the quarterback um and, and obviously some guys that are on the team now that weren't on the team when the Chiefs played Houston earlier this year, um, they could really be, you know, the guys that um, are, are counted on in this one since they were brought into the team. Uh, you look at Terrell Suggs and, uh, you know, uh, Mike Pinnell. So, you know, especially if, you know, Chris Jones needs a breather with that calf injury, you know, they need to maybe take him out to, rest on a couple snaps. I don't know if that'll happen. I'm just saying if that needs to happen, you got Terrell Suggs, you got Mike Pinnell reinforcements. And, um, you know, like I said, Frank Clark, one thing he mentioned um, that was different than the first time the Chiefs played the Texans was, you know, he had two elbow braces on and he was only at about 50, 60%. We've really seen Frank Clark get going a lot more in the second half than we did in the first half and really becoming the player that the Chiefs believed they traded for and gave uh, the extension to once they acquired him from the Seattle Seahawks. So, again, I think it's, it's, it's going to be so many matchups we're looking towards on Sunday. Um, who can win more in the trenches between, you know, both teams' offensive lines and pass rushes? Um, you know, I think, uh, again, it's going to be really interesting to see the two quarterbacks from the 2017 NFL Draft go. Head to head for the second time this year. And then the coaches, right? Andy Reid, like we mentioned, coming off a bye in his career, is very lethal and deadly. Uh, Bill O'Brien at times can be um, head-scratching in his decisions, you know. So um, a lot of matchups to watch for on Sunday in a very entertaining uh, set of games again this weekend in the the divisional rounds. So um, stay tuned to full press coverage, Chiefs. Again, there should be a a game preview article come out um, the same day as this on Friday a couple of days before the game Um, check out the past articles from earlier in the week as well we have um, like I mentioned uh, some strategic articles kind of looking at how the Kansas City offense could attack the Houston defense and vice versa with the Houston O going up against the Kansas City D I mentioned the Andy Reid article I did earlier in the week kind of just talking about You know, just being aggressive, uh, having that aggressive mindset and swinging for the fences against the Texans on Sunday. And then we also, um, you know, have a a uh, the last episode of the podcast you can you can listen to as well. Like I said, last episode, we kind of talked about um, rewatching the game from October and seeing, you know, how that could go um, into affecting this game on Sunday, if it has any effect at all. So, yeah, just stay tuned to Full Press Coverage Chiefs throughout the week and the weekend. Um, Stay tuned to FullPressCoverage.com as a whole. Like I always say, there's a lot of other great writers out there. You know, there's going to be some other playoff coverage there. Again, very entertaining set of games. they got Titans, Ravens. Uh, Can the Titans pull off the upset in the other game of the AFC? NFC, you know, uh, the Vikings really surprised a lot of people last week. And the 49ers, as good as they were during the regular season, Um, will they be able to take care of business in the playoffs with a young roster and and a a quarterback that uh, doesn't have a lot of experience as a starter in the playoffs? And then you got Seahawks Packers is another entertaining game like Texans-Chiefs. The quarterback matchup is going to be really interesting uh, between Russell Wilson and Aaron Rodgers. So stay tuned to all the playoff coverage on fullpresscoverage.com. And uh, next time, uh, we will dive into, obviously, recapping the division – Round game between the Texans and the Chiefs. Uh so we will see you guys next time for um we'll see, are the Chiefs still going to be playing next week or will the Texans pull off the upset on Sunday? Stay tuned and we will see you guys next time. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered com.
0: It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to chumbacasino.com and play over a hundred casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prices. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary, void we're prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? <gasps> Ooh, a book club. <sighs> Computer solitaire. Huh? <sighs> No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Swimsuit. Check. Sunscreen. Check. Phone charger. Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com.